I don't know why they call them chasers. It's not like those can run real fast. Double vodka with hot brownie chasers. He just wanted to watch me eat it. Naked. I can't say that. That's dirty. Chasers will do anything to get into your pants. I love them. Well, hello and welcome to the Afterglow of Thanksgiving. As we still hold on to the many pounds and tons of dressing that we have eaten. (sighs) And are in our tricky malaise. Hello! It's Chubbs Gone Wild, episode 520 which is a hundred shows away from Tom's favorite number. All right. It is November 27th, 2023. It is 60 degrees and sunny outside the Chubbs Gone Wild remote studios, where it is only 10 days until Hanukkah. It is 24 until winter solstice, 28 until Christmas, 29 until Kwanzaa, 35 until New Year's Day, and only 340 days till Halloween. Mm, it's coming quick. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, so, you are decorated. No, that's an old picture. But you're still decorated. No, I was never in the military. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's days like this that, uh, you know, make me realize that the more weight you lose... Well, you know what they say about being dumb and pretty. No, what do they say about it? <laughs> the prettier you are, the dumber you are. That's not true. That is true. Really? Yes. Then why aren't you Einstein? Oh, stop. Oh, that was just the meanest thing you ever, ever said. Oh, no, I've said, I've said much meaner things. Oh, oh, that's damn, yeah, that's true. And to anyway. you as well, not, not just to, in general, but to you, I've seen to me. Best. Yes, definitely. And our listeners know it. They're like, I just don't understand how you could let him speak to you that way. Like, eh, everybody needs a hobby. Anyway, let's see. Patreon offers folks a way to support creators and receive rewards not open to the general public, like special podcasts, videos, books, and more. And we want to thank our current patrons, Clint, Nephi, Nick, Eric, Sean, Kingsley, Brother Sinatus, Phoenix Dave, and Moose P. Please visit patreon.com slash Game for as little find out how you can Become a member for as little as a dollar a month. And if you are looking at the, uh, the, uh, Chubbs Gone Wild, uh, remote studios, Tom is about to eat Tinkerbell. I don't know what the fuck I just said, but if you're looking at the video of our show right now, Tom is about to eat Tinkerbell. It's very cute though. What is it? Is it, oh, it's a little strand of lights. Very nice. Oh, that's very pretty. Tom got me a strand of uh, star uh, lights that are very pretty, and I leave them up um, all the time. And actually, a couple months ago, I just started leaving them on at night as well. Yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't. You've got enough 
it's not overly bright stuff, but mm-hmm. you know, like a glow, a nice glow, and that way you can get to the bathroom without tripping over anything, and uh, you know, um, that stuff. Hmm. Very, very true. All right. Well, uh, today's affirmation: take a deep breath, try not to cough. I rise above all limitations. I am divinely guided and inspired. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, let's see. Well, uh, I am I am divinely uh, inspired, but you're divinely by, inspired. by divine, not by uh, a divine entity. Oh, that that is true. Divine was uh, quite quite the uh, inspiration for many many things tell you the first movie i saw her in i think was uh pink flamingos and whoo boy i'd never seen a movie like that before well that's because you eat shit oh Uh, no she did she did did. all right um history this day in history november 7th 1095 okay pope urban the second Okay, or Urbane, whatever, uh, makes perhaps the most influential speech of the Middle Ages, giving rise to the Crusades by calling all Christians in Europe to war against Muslims in order to reclaim the Holy Land. Isn't that war still going? Pretty much. Yeah. All right. Um, Let's move on from that into some holidays because I know there's something here that we celebrated. Cyber Monday. I did. Okay. Oh, what'd you do? What'd you do? Um, I bought a, a Ninja Blender. Really? I did. Just a little too on point what we were talking about earlier. I didn't. I was waiting for you to ask what I got since you never did. Oh, I thought I'd save it for the show. Oh, no, you didn't. You, you <laughs> didn't ask because you... That's you. It's all about you and and not about me. And I get that until we're on the show. You're trying to look like a nice guy. When we go to the other show, I feel the same way. It's all about the other guy. Mm hmm. Yeah. So it was really, you did. Yeah. It it, it was, uh, I saw, okay, you know the the deal guy on on, uh, YouTube? Kind of. Well, I anyway, he, 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 uh, this is his time of year. Every time there's a, a sale or a deal, he had like the Black Friday deals. He has the Cyber Monday deals. He He's always, you know, this is the best thing. This is the 30 things you need to see at Costco and maybe buy uh-huh. uh, that kind of stuff each month. So he does that kind of show. And so last night I was sitting there and Sean killed my blender last month. Aww. So um for your birth it was yeah for your birthday he killed it uh-huh. uh, so so anyway i was watching that and he goes yeah there's a ninja blender and it comes with uh not just the blender but a food processor along with it and all sorts of blades and all sorts of shit good stuff and it was 89 98 wow that is Normally, a good price Normally two twenty nine, I think it was, but for Black Friday or for Cyber Monday, and I was all over that. So, yeah. Oh, so yeah. that's what I got for Cyber Cyber Monday. Ah, 
So oh, that sounds really cool. Is that it? Did you get anything? So else? far. It's early. Monday's not over. One one one. Make a wish. And okay, so National Bavarian Cream Pie Day. Mm, no. Sadly. I thought that was a cake. That is a Boston cream pie. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yes. Uh see, National Craft Jerky Day. No, don't make my own jerky. No. Uh electric guitar. Nope. Not me. Pins and Needles Day. Well, kinda sorta. Uh Pie in the Face Day. <laughs> what kind of pie? Tom might be celebrating later. Ew. You mean uh, like a hair pie? Uh, oh dear. Uh Turtle Adoption Day. Nope. Have not adopted any turtles. And uh well that's that's it. Yeah. Now, I, there I, are, did, I did I did turtle earlier, but that was a different thing. Oh, dear. Uh let's see. So we have uh national uh, oh we have Adopt a Senior Pet Month. No. Okay. No. Uh uh I just can't with some of these. No. Oh, National Raisin Bread Month. No? Okay. Month? Yeah. Yeah, they're they're showing us the 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 months as well. No, I don't eat bread, so but I do like raisin bread. You know, uh our dear friend Lawrence, um he recently made a raisin rum bread pudding with a creme anglaise sauce on it. And it was actually really warm or, or really good and he served it warm, so that's how it should be served. If you got if you got the the glaze, it should be a warm. Yeah, it it, it turned out really well. Uh, okay, so we do have some birthdays here somewhere. Let me into it. All right. When your friends have birthdays, they will appear here. Apparently, my friends have had no birthdays. Uh, oh, I see. Okay, let me. Do you do no prep on this show at all? Girl, I'm the only one that does any prep on this show. But it was set to the, uh, the wrong, uh, wrong thing here. So, <sighs> dear, dear, dear. I know you're taking a long nap I after. Need to, I need to put, yes, I am. I need to put my, uh, on air thing on so the dog will notice. <laughs> Anyway, where are our events here? Birthdays. Are you there now? We are there. Happy birthday to Van Andrew, the movie-going wonderful man, Andrew. Also to Jan. Uh, we have do, 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 happy bir- upcoming birthdays to Alex. Oh, also uh, Philip, Rob. One of the Robs from Rob One and Rob Two. Uh, we have Talbot and Frank, Chris, Tim, Gina, singer Gina Livingston. Uh, we have Moses, Moses, Moses. Also, Kieran, Jeffrey, Noel, Jackie, and Jed, Jed Miller. He is a, he is an upcoming author. All right. Birthdays. 
Done. Where are we now? So we don't have anything on our feedback, but I'm sure we have some chub hugs to send out. Now, one of the first chub hugs I want to send out, actually the only one this time, is to everyone who has had pets passing recently. Oh my goodness, Every time, almost every time I go to Facebook, somebody else has had a pet that has passed recently. It's been so sad. How about you? Um, well, just that uh, I wish that we were entering into this holiday season without having so many wars across this country. Of this world, not country, but right. Um, and uh, yeah, and it's just it, it's it's gotten to I, I can't watch the news anymore. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's weird. Um, and also, I want to say to the um, uh, the movie industry, they keep talking about how oh this movie came out and it's not doing any good. No one's coming to see it. Mm -hmm. I'm on all streaming. And social media, I still do social media and stuff like that. I didn't know Wish came out last week. Did you? The no. new Disney, uh -uh. Disney musical came out and uh, no one knows about it. No, I, and, you know what? I didn't even know. Didn't the, 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 Hunger, Games. Day, the Hunger Games. Yeah. That, didn't that come out? That came out too. Heard nothing about it. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, the, these guys need to figure out how they're going to advertise to non-cable people. Right. I mean, put it on my – I mean, why am I not getting movies on my Facebook? Mm -hmm. what, my algorithm says he doesn't go to movies? I don't think so. So anyway, I'm just – I'm surprised because, you know, they're complaining, and I, I can tell you that I don't – I, I mean, I'm not hearing about it, and that's me. Right. Yeah. And you're connected to about everything movies. Yeah, and I, I just I, I don't get why, you know, the only way they were really advertising to people was strictly on 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 television commercials. Well, this is probably their big reason why the industry has been suffering. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. And I'm getting tired of hearing about. Uh, Everybody talking, just gleefully talking about how the Marvels are just like bombing so hard. And I'm like, I still, except for one or two random or one or two people, one of whom uh, was a listener. So respect to him. But other than that, I haven't heard anyone really talk bad about it. So I don't know. I just don't get it. Anyway. Um, do, 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 do. All right, so that's, that, that's yeah, our so, chub hugs. Right. All right. So, uh, celebrity news, starting with some deaths uh, this week. Uh, we had Gene Knight, the R&B and funk singer behind the 1971 hit Mr. Big Stuff, died. She was 80. Marty Croft, who with his brother Sid helped revolutionize children's programming in the 1970s, Earning the nickname King of Saturday Mornings, died November 25th. He was 86 years old. Um, yeah, I, so many shows, so many shows. What was your favorite Marty Croft show? Mar Marty Croft, Sid and Marty Croft show. 
Yeah, probably probably Land of the Lost, even though the Slee stack scared the piss out of me. It, why? Because that hissing and the, I mean, I was a little kid. They couldn't so, run. Well, um, I know that's that is they they couldn't run and they only had like three fingers and but but still they were quite noisy. Yes. You heard them coming before they got there because of their breathing issues. Yeah. But yeah, they were, they were scary. But I actually, I didn't watch Sigmund and the Sea Monster. Oh. It's cause, well, it didn't play in Sacramento. That's probably why it, cause it's a big, everybody just loved it. And I'm like, I don't remember ever really seeing it until years later. Oh, Electra Woman and Dyna Girl. See, I think mine would be HRS Puff and Stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. I that's another one that I didn't really didn't really watch. Who's your friend when things get tough? H- HR Puff R- and Stuff. stuff? So, uh, yeah. You can't do a little because you can't do enough. Now they didn't do the monkeys or anything like that, did they? Um no, not unless they had a cartoon of it. Okay. Yeah. But weren't they mostly live action cartoon? I mean, live that's, action children. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought too. But um, let's see what else we have. Mars Williams, saxophonist for the Psychedelic Furs and the Waitresses, died November twentieth at sixty-eight. <clears throat> All right, celebrity news. Paul Rudd did not enjoy the diet he had to adhere to in order to transform into Ant-Man, calling it horrible and restrictive. His nutrition plan had to get into to get into Marvel shape was so intense that he would have sparkling water as a treat. I worked out harder than anyone. I would eat better than anyone. And I looked worse than all of them. Rudd is sl- slated to appear in Ant-Man as Ant-Man in, in Avengers. The Kang Dynasty. Uh, I hope it's better than the last two. Yeah. Well, see, yeah, I don't know. I liked Ant-Man 1 and 2, but that last thing, uh, nope. Well, this is interesting. Did you know that H.R. Puffin stuff was their first show as, oh, that's his writers, sorry. Oh, no. As, okay. Uh, well, second, as well, it's his first show as producer was H.R. Puffin stuff. And then they did the Boogaloo, Bugaloos. Didn't really know them. Bugaloos, the Bugaloos, they're in the air and everywhere. Okay, uh, then there was Lidsville. Nope. That's with Charles Nelson Riley. Um, oh, they had the Brady Bunch meets the ABC Saturday All uh, Superstars. I don't know what that was. That was a special, obviously. Um, uh, Segment of the Sea Monster, Far Out Space Nuts. Nope. Lost Saucer, uh, Land of the Lost, Electric Woman and Dinah Girl, yep. um, uh, the Donnie and Marie show. Wow, they produced the Donnie and Marie show. Huh. Um, and, and the Brady Bunch Variety Hour. Um, let's see. I'm just seeing if there's anything else that was. They did the Bay City Roller Show. Um, <laughs> Bigfoot and Wild Boy. I don't remember that. Uh-uh. And then they got into uh, out of the children's stuff and into more of like uh, 
They've got to Richard Pryor's Pryor's Place, huh. uh, the Patty LaBelle Show, huh. uh, DC Follies. Wow, I didn't know they did that. Um, so yeah, they did quite a bit of uh, stuff that I didn't even realize, like remakes of Land of the Lost, Electric Woman of Dina Girl twice, wow. uh, Sigmund the Sea Monster again. Uh, and the bugle is a movie. Oh, that's weird. Okay, sorry. Oh, that's it's interesting. I was just curious because it seemed I knew there was more. I just couldn't remember the names of them because it's been you know fifty years. Yeah. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Daryl Hall filed a lawsuit Thursday against former bandmate John Oates in National uh, in Nashville's Chancery Court. According to court records, on Friday, the court granted Hall's motion for a temporary restraining order to take effect November 30th, according to records. Because the file is largely sealed, the nature of the restraining order is not apparent. Such an order might typically be entered in a business dispute to keep one party from harming the other party's economic interests. Interesting. Well, I mean, it could have been something like, because uh, um, it was Daryl Hall that did it, so John Oates maybe was going to, you know, take the music and do something with it and sell it somewhere or sell all, you know. Yeah. A lot of times these guys get to this age and they sell their catalog. Right. Michael Jackson did it. The Beatles did it. Uh, a lot of them did it. Um, and, you know, maybe he's, I don't know, because no one knows what this is. That's the thing. We keep hearing about it, but all we hear is about it, but not about any of the details. Yeah. I thought they toured not long ago. I thought they did too. Yeah. And, you know, that's the thing. Guys like that should be out every summer. Mm. Just like Queen and Adam Lambert is, just like uh, um, who 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 was out? Uh, the Backstreet Boys are out every year. Christopher Cross is out every year. Nephi yeah. went to so many concerts from like eighties and nine seventies, eighties, nineties people this summer alone. Yeah. Lionel Richie was back out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Yeah, they definitely do need to be out there touring. You know the um, problem with Lionel Richie concerts? They go all night long. That's right. Ah, I was shot in the dark there, but all right. I was I was actually going to say you end up dancing on the ceiling, but eh. hello. All right. Um, what up next? Okay, Harris Paris Hilton welcomed her second daughter, her, her second child, a daughter named. London. Paris welcomed London. Hmm. Anyway, uh, earlier this year, Hilton explained why she opted to use a surrogate to have their son, which was born in two, who was born in 2021. When I was in the simple life, I had to be in a room with a woman who was giving birth and that traumatized me. But I wanted a family so bad. It's just the physical part of doing it. Childbirth and death are the two things that scare me more than anything in the world. So, yeah, there you go. Now, Tom wants to talk to you about. Okay. Um, well, um, you will see my um, my addition to the uh, this is what I had for Thanksgiving dinner. 
list when we come up a little, little bit later. Um, and I did go to a second uh, Thanksgiving on Friday, which I I had uh, I had a piece of of turkey, and then all the rest was sides. What I do do the uh, my uh, the guy that's living and dating with my great niece, grand niece, great niece, grand niece, grand niece. Okay. Um, he's he's a meat guy. Oh. So he likes smoking and barbecuing and grilling and and so whenever you go to the house, you're always going to get something kind of different or cool, you know. Or, but or and if it's not if it's like he made uh, prime rib last year and it was fantastic. He made it on the barbecue instead of you know bar you know instead of baking it you know in a long long oven. But um, so like this time he had. He had pork belly that he had uh, barbecue and and with barbecue sauce, and uh, it was just, it was so good it was so good. And then he had um, dove. He killed a dove that morning and oh. uh, cut, cut it up and and barbecued it up. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Which it, it's funny because I I remember eating it. Sean and I tried it, and I go now I see why Susie kills all the doves in the backyard. Okay. That makes sense now. They taste good. Hmm. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah. I know you. You. You're not much as a, a, for exotic meats. That's. Uh, uh, let's see. Golden Bachelor. The women talk. Oh my God. You know, I I was mentioning this to Brian, and I, I the difference between uh, the Bachelor and the Golden Bachelor, and I'm sure it's going to be the same thing with the Golden Bachelorette, is that. When you see these 25 to 35 year old girls going, well, I was in love and now I'm so alone. It's uh-huh. different when you've got, you know, 60 to 75 year old women and they're talking about how they don't want to spend the rest of their lives alone and just die alone. And it's like, okay, we've gone from, you know, I'm sad because I'm going to be a spinster too. I'm already a spinster and I'm going to die alone. And <laughs> it's just, it, it, it almost is, it's kind of sad. And I understand why he was constantly crying all the time because he feels bad of, of dashing these women's dreams of possibly ever finding love again. Mm. It's okay. So, yeah. Um, and I think this is the last week where he picks one of them. So yes, I haven't watched it yet, but yeah, the whole thing. And but they were much nicer and more supportive of everyone than the other girls who usually like just wanted to tear each other down. Well, it's because they uh, know what scandal is and they don't like it because you know older people. You know, I mean, I remember as a kid, we didn't talk about what happens in the family. You don't talk about what goes on in the family or at home right. to people. And so, you know, th- so they're always like, well, one thing I have discovered is that I can find love again. I know that, I know that he's not the only guy out there. There's other men out there and I'm, you know, now I've got the will and the want to go out and find him. And I'm like, oh, and they're going to be alone. It's not going to work out. Oh, my God. I think don't terrible. know that. There's a bunch of old codgers out there that are feeling the same way who are now like, hey, there's there's some hotties out there still. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, we started watching. We, you know, when Max moved everything around, we stopped watching any home shows. Uh-huh. So, so now we're watching home shows. Uh, we, we, we picked up the hometown. And that's with the, the big guy with the beard and his little teeny wife. I don't know if you've seen that, but they're, he's, he's like six foot six and she's like five two. It's scary. Uh, uh-huh. Um, uh, and then, and then the other one is Fixer to Fabulous, which is, they're both just small town, um, uh, fixer uppers, you know, taking the, the, the town and making it look better and, and, and showing pride in, in, in the history and blah, blah, blah. They're, they're both good shows. Um, on Frasier this last week, Lilith arrives. Thank God. Ah. Lilith. You know, I, I saw her on, um, on stage in Los Angeles during a revival of, uh, a chorus line. Mm. And um and, and the, the what was cool about it was it was advertised as the first time since its Broadway debut that they've had a a, a let's say a, a professional version of it so no no community theater but a professional version that was on a regular sized stage not a Broadway stage hmm. so, so quite literally when you were watching. Um, you know, when the chorus line is on the stage, yeah, they were shoulder to shoulder across the entire stage. There was no, there was no extra stage there. But it was funny because um, she played Cassie in the show, and she's the one that needs the, you know, um, uh, she um, she's the one that does the music in the mirror. You know, she's going Zach. You know, I went to I went to uh, Los Angeles and I got a couple small roles. But I can't get work. And he goes, but you're better than this. You're better than the chorus. And she goes, I need the job. I don't care where I stand on the stage. Yeah. And so, but every time she said it, it was like, instead of saying Zach, it was like hearing her say, Frazier, you got to understand. I need the job, you know, and it's just, and then I looked up uh, what she did was uh, uh, her Broadway stuff. And she's been in Chicago and um, all sorts of, amazing shows that you're, you're thinking, Oh God, wouldn't that be great to be in New York and just happen to catch, you know, Lilith in a show, baby new earth in a show. So anyway, that was, that was fun to have her back. Um, uh, British baking show. We had the semifinals this week. And so we're down to three people. So next week's the finale. I better catch up then. And, um, and I was sad to see who went home, but it was, uh, you know, you have a bad week. That's all it comes down to when you're down to the end. Somebody's going home. Uh, there's a new show on Netflix called Squid Game. Oh, yeah. I saw something about that. Which is uh, a reality TV version of the movie or the limited series, The Squid Game. So they're doing all of the the things in the squid game and they've got the people, they've got a little collar, a little necklace around that I'm sure has a pendant that hangs right above your breastbone. And so when you get eliminated, it bursts and it looks like you've been shot. Ah. But what's really fun about that uh, is most of the people are like going oh, and then falling to the ground, doing a real dramatic drop. And others are just like oh, sitting down. And it's like, Come on, people. Let's 
let's have some fun with this. And there was this one, these two girls that, that got lost in the second round. And, and what happened was they look at each other and they hold out hands to go, we'll do this together. And they hold hands and then, and they both fall. It was, it's wow. really, it's really quite fun. Um, uh, another new show on Paramount called The Curse with Emma Stone. Okay. So, um, the show is about, remember the hometown thing I was telling you about? Um, well, they're basically reality stars that are in this small, I think it's New Mexico town, and they're trying to turn it around, um, by, you know, changing up the, buying the properties and, uh, um, helping people get their, their, uh, you know, get a leg up on, on what's happened. It's a small town and trying to change it into like a, a real, you know, prosperous town. Of course, um, they show you the, you know, how the sausage is made where they're going, okay, now remember your son just got a job. So can we have some tears to the, to the people they're interviewing? Right. And it's like, oh, let's get some water, get some water and, and maybe some menthol and we'll get some tears out of her. Um, that kind of stuff. So that's kind of gross. And then they're like, oh my God, you're just genderfying this town and, uh, everyone's going to get thrown out and then, Rich people are going to move in, just what we need. And they're going, no, all the businesses that we're opening up are only hiring locals. Of course they are, because who's going to come into this little dump town and work for minimum wage but the people who live there? Oh, yeah. you're real big. So all that's going on. At, but at the same time, the husband of the show, he, um, they, the producer goes, Oh, the, the girls over there begging, go, go give her some money and we'll film it. And it'll look like, Oh, look, we're giving to the town in lots of ways. So he goes over, he only has, only has a hundred dollar bill. He hands her the thing. Then he walks away and then he goes back. He goes, Oh, wait, wait. I, I was just doing that for the filming. I'm going to break this and then, um, then I'll bring it back and you can, uh, I'll give you, you know, 20 for it. She's like, no, no, you gave me the money. And, and, and he goes, well, I'm taking it back. And she gets, gives him a curse, right? Which is where the name comes from. Okay. So that's going on. And then the next scene we see Emma Stone and him are back at uh, her parents' house. And we see him taking a pee with his very small penis. Oh, I mean, actually peeing. And then later after dinner, um, the guy's talking to her father and he goes, well, you know, we're both uh, part of the same club. And he goes, I don't know what that means. And he goes, well, we both have small penises. Uh-huh. And then we see his penis. And I'm like, what? Okay. If it's, if that's the curse that already had happened. Okay. So you can't say I'm throwing a curse out at your small penis that you've had since birth. Okay. No, I don't understand what the show is. I really don't know. Uh, I'm intrigued, but I really don't know where they're going. So that's the curse on Paramount. Um, also on Paramount, uh, they have the World uh, Challenge World Champion. Now, this is the challenge that was on a uh, same show that was on MTV. Then it moved over to CBS. And now this is on just on streaming. And this is uh, and the nice thing that's on streaming, they can curse, they can get naked. They can, you know, we'll hopefully see, do more than just what we see on CBS. So, uh, mm-hmm. so far the language has been really terrible. I mean, good, good, terrible. And, uh, but I'm, I'm hoping for some nudity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, True blood, um, this week, uh, Suki, uh, 
she met uh, this uh, recently she met this new fairy turned out that the fairy was actually a fairy vampire who her parents had promised Suki to many years ago mm-hmm. and so uh they just had sex last night and when they did um uh, there was like a big light that came from their groins so i don't know what's going on there um hmm. and uh and there's a uh, they had to, they're trying to rescue um, a bunch of uh, vampires from the evil governor of, I think he's governor of Louisiana or Mississippi, who's got a uh, a place where he's holding all these vampires and torturing them. So, so uh, good stuff happening there. Um, there was no mass singer this week. So next week we'll have a new show uh, on Survivor. They backdoored another Another person really backdoored them. Um, uh, also on stars. Yes, I have stars again because I wanted to see two series and a movie. Um, already saw the movie, saw, I started both of the series. So that's good. Uh, Shining Veil, which is Courtney Cox's, uh, paranormal show that's on there. And the second one is Minx, which is you might have remembered from HBO Max. When uh, it was the woman who was doing like a Playgirl magazine, um, and it was her struggling in the '70s to try to get it made, and so now that it's a success, uh, season two is here. Um, let's see, just finishing up the fall of the House of Ushers. Um, most of the cast is dead at this point, and we're going to find out what's really going on in the final episode. Uh, Scott Pilgrim, which is over on Netflix, is the animated version of Scott Pilgrim. So they're half-hour episodes. It's done in an anime style. I've never really been a big fan of the anime look, but um, the dialogue and the you know everything is good in it. I just um, it's not catching with me yet. And then I saw three move four movies. Uh, None two that is N U N two, which is all based on the Conjuring movies and all those, they, they had a whole group there. Um, and this is, it's the thing about the nun is it's not scary enough. It really is not scary enough for me. I, I, I don't know. Um, this one was better than the first one, but that doesn't say a whole lot. Um, also I saw Elf and this is weird because I started watching Elf and I remember, and I wasn't drinking that much. So, all I remember is that they had talked to um, the guy about coming in and and doing uh, writing up one of their books, um, and then yeah, Peter Peter um, Peter Brink, Blinkman, Brinkman um, the actor from uh, uh, the Dragon House of Dragons, played the brother. He's what? a little person. What is this? Forget it. Okay. Anyway, uh, I only got so far in the in the show before I then I woke up and I tried to go back and find, oh, you want to watch the remainder of this show? And I couldn't find it anywhere. So I don't know where I watched it or huh. how I watched it. It wasn't live. I don't know what was going on. So anyway, I've got to figure out how much more of the elf I need to watch. I watched new on Disney Plus was uh Dashing Through the Snow. It's with Ludacris and um, it's a cute little new show. It's 90 minutes long on Disney Plus. And then and I'm, I'm going to, it's pronounced 
well, I don't know how it's pronounced. It's S-U-S-I. So Susi, something like that. It's uh, it's about this man who is a gold miner during World War II, and he's in Norway, and he's dug up some gold, and he's trying to take the gold in and, you know, make some money. Uh, but it turns out the Nazis are in the area and they want to, uh, they figure out he's got gold and they want his gold and he's, and then ultimately they find out he's like this assassin guy. And even in the 1930s, an assassin guy who Norway just leaves alone because he's crazy and he'll, he kills everybody. Right. You know, so, so they're going, we're not afraid of him. And, and everyone's going, you should be, you should be very afraid of him. So it is. Uh, it's like an hour, hour and a half of heads blowing up and uh, severed arms and legs flying here and there. It's a, it's a great show. It really is a really good show. And the whole time I just kept thinking, who are they? Because it, it's, it's, um, it is uh, Norwegian and it's dubbed really well. The dubbing's really well. There's not a lot of dialogue to dub anyway, but it's dubbed really well. And I kept thinking, who are they going to get to play this part when they Americanize it? Because they're going to Americanize it. Yeah. Um, and and I'm just thinking, God, if they could get Quentin Tarantino to make it, and they get the right actor to play the the the, the gold miner, it could be a really really good show. Of course, Tarantino would have looked at it and went, okay, it needs to be at least an hour and a half longer. But huh. yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that that was that's the show I was uh, that's on Stars that I've been waiting for and I'm I'm so glad that I got to see it because it was really, really good. And that is it for uh, oh I, I did do um some uh Black Friday shopping. Yeah. Um, and and Timu kept thinking saying that it was Black Friday and it's not Black Friday. You guys don't celebrate that. You're just throwing that out there and offering me the same deal that you keep offering uh-huh. every other eight emails i get a day um and so but i did get some timu stuff coming um finally um i ordered uh from me undies which i uh during black friday they offer a mystery box where you get 10 underwear um for it's they're they're like uh eight eight nine dollars a piece which is a really good price for for you know designer underwear whatever they want to call them right Uh, so that's coming I've got, oh, Spiceology, which is um, this company that, oh, my God, they've got some amazing spices. So um, we had tried one of them and said, we need to try more of them. So we got a a little gift pack thing that they had and then uh, some more optional ones that we got bigger, bigger things for. We're really getting into our spices. And is that it? Is that it? I did get a butter maker for weed butter maker. That's uh, it's a countertop thing. Instead of me having to boil up the oil and shit like that, this is supposed to do it. And uh, trying to think of what I've got coming. Uh, That may be it. Uh, But I've been taking very much advantage. Oh, I got it's it's so great. Uh, We got the new refrigerator and we needed a filter, you know, change our filters. So usually every year um, I get I just order filters. Well, it turned out uh, we, it was like a week before Thanksgiving, and it offered me the filters. Oh, here, here, this will be the price. 
And I'm like, fuck this. I'm waiting until Black Friday. And on Black Friday, they offered me 30% more off that price. And I went, okay, yeah, now you can ship them to me. So that was fun. And uh, that may be it. I'll, if I remember any more, I'll tell you. But I, I have been having a lot of fun with Black Friday. Good. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Um, is the movie that you're talking about, The Elf, uh, Nick is Haunted by Night Terrors, stemming from a tragic murder he saw when he was young? No, this is about um, Will Ferrell plays a, an elf, and he goes to New York. Elf. Goes to New York, and he's okay. um, his father runs a company that makes books, and so when the guy from uh, Game of Thrones, oh, not House of Dragons, Game of Thrones, comes in, the little guy, and I think it's P- Peter Dinklage. That's it. Yes. When he comes yeah. in. Well, I didn't see him come in, but I heard him on the phone, and that's the last thing I remember. Oh, okay. So you were talking about Elf, because I was like, wait a minute. What? What am I missing? But Okay, gotcha. Yeah, it's called Not Paying Attention because you're too tired. But it's, it's on my list. I usually kick my Christmas watching off with... Um, uh, the Good Witch. Uh, <laughs> actually, with... Uh, Charmed. Charmed. For the Cranks. Ugh. Yeah, Christmas with the Cranks. But, <clears throat> uh, yeah, not this year. So, um, well, let's start with Thanksgiving for me. Uh, it was a lovely Thanksgiving. Um, I did my normal, you know, this year was back to me cooking pretty much the, the full meal, except for Mr. Lawrence brought some uh, sweet potatoes that instead of mashing it all up and having all the stuff on it and everything he actually sliced it baked it and then fried it and it was really good um, well that's the thing um if you go in and you the butternut squashes the acorn squashes the sweet potatoes the yams all of those taste really good if you don't put sugar on them yes and so that was really butter, hot. butter and salt are really good too. You don't even have to fry them, but yeah, that sounds good too. Yeah. So he brought that, and he brought uh, asparagus, and um, my friend Heather came over, and she brought the leprechaun, the leprechaun salad. Is that just uh, uh, Lucky Charms uh, <laughs> shaking over a lettuce? Actually, it is lime jello. Uh, mm-hmm. as the base and then you add um you add uh w- heavy cream um cream cheese uh mayonnaise and i think mar- some sort of marshmallow anyway and then you blend the f- and and there may be one or two other things but th- those are the base ones and then you blend the fuck out of it and then put it in the fridge to chill. And the first couple bites of it, you're kind of like, I don't know, this is kind of light. It's kind of like, yeah, okay, not bad. And then you just stop. <laughs> it's, that was more than enough. And um, I'm really pleased that she brought it and that she, her, it's a, it's a tradition in her family every year. Uh, so uh, it was really nice. Um, not my thing. Did you ever, uh, back in the day, did you ever have those 
Because that sounds – was it in a mold too? Mold? Uh, no, no, this was just in a bowl. Okay. Yeah, because I was around during the time period where they would make those jello salads, but they were made in a mold. And what you would do is you would cover it with I, – I mean, they they went for it. They had sliced olives or um, carrot, carrots and raisins were really popular. That was in the lime one. Uh, carrots and raisins, but they would. I, I remember a hot dog one where they had hot dogs in it, and, uh, um, uh, and and it's basically you, you as long as it was dried out, you know, I mean, not dripping wet, you could throw it in there and it would and just seal it in the the Jello. It was disgusting. I uh, this, this actually was, was where it was all blended together, so there was no like you didn't there was no like just gelatin on its own like everything was like um but jello makes me throw up and i don't mean like oh jello makes you throw up i mean like literally i take a spoonful of jello and it right back up so but this being blended it was like okay but i just i don't know there's something about bright lime mayonnaise it just did not you know go for me um so i mean it didn't taste awful or anything it just was not my thing but it was called leprechaun salad and we really appreciated her bringing it my mom liked it um your mom's a saint i know she is but uh, we had it we had a very nice time that day except i was just worn the fuck out uh, doing everything and the turkey didn't thaw on time uh, enough so I was still that morning of like trying to thaw it out I told you you should have started earlier well I, I had three days to thaw in the fridge that's what it normally takes and it just didn't this time so but uh, it all came your, out. your fridge is probably too low is the problem too low too high too something but it mm. So, but it came out, every, everything came out just lovely. And this is actually the best stuffing that I have made in, in several years. So that was lovely. We've got tons of it. Um, so it was, so it was a nice day. And then the next day, my uncle and my aunt, the religious ones that I used to talk about quite a bit, being, being all, all crazy religious, um, came and picked us up and took us on a trip down to Alameda to see the nuclear vessels, which is for those who don't know, which I guess there's some that don't, that's a reference to Star Trek four. And everybody I said it to looked at me like I had three heads. So apparently it's uh, it's at that age where most people don't get it anymore. But uh, anyway, um, so we went down, uh, we, Got on. Oh, we stopped at this place called Black Bear Diner on the way down, which apparently is a chain. Have you ever been to one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, sixteen bucks for like a huge fucking amount of food. Like I, it was like they just brought me like two meals in one. I was, I was, I couldn't, I couldn't begin to finish it all. So that was nice. Um, and then we went down to Alameda. It was a nice drive. 
we got to the ship. It was a Korean, a, a one from Korea era, Korean era. So it was not like the big ass ships that they have now. Um, but uh, we went to get on and mother, of course, has a walker and she has a little, you know, she has to, she's a little bit mobility challenged after, you know, two hips and ankle and a knee. Um, well, she, she's less challenged now that she's got new everything. Well, so. you, yeah, but you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. So she's got her walker and we have to figure out how to get on the ship because the stairs basically are going straight up. Um, they have a lift. So she and one attendant, which would be me, gets on the lift and it was like standing on a bowl of uh, leprechaun salad. It jiggled and wiggled and was terrifying. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, traditional leprechaun salad uh-huh. is pineapple. Oh, yes, there was pineapple. Okay, it's pineapple, lime jello, mayo, evaporated milk, cottage cheese, and walnuts. I don't know if there was cottage cheese or not. They probably probably tweaked it with cream cheese. Yeah, there you go. Uh, And I know what it is now. Now that I've seen the the picture of it, it's Uh disgusting. They're disgusting. It was sweet of her to share her family tradition with us. No, I, I, I mean, I, I think so too, but that doesn't mean it's not disgusting. <laughs> I'll so, send you pictures. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we got up there. We got in the 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 hangar deck or whatever it was, and it was really kind of it was really cool to look around. Um. The we saw a bunch of helicopters, some of the old planes that used to land there, and they looked fake. Um, and they weren't, but it was just such so different than the ones that they have now. That was like, are you sure? Um, and then we saw the uh a a model, uh, one of the space capsules like that came back down, that and the, you know from space, and they would go and retrieve it and bring it back, and it held like three people. And you look in there, and oh my god, it's the most claustrophobic looking thing. Oh, I was like, I could not handle that um and then then they wanted to take us up they wanted us my uncle and aunt wanted us to go up to the flight deck and the flight deck was up six stairs and an escalator and they were very steep stairs and I am freaking out over it because I'm worried about my mother so we're taking a walker and my mother who's just managed to get up that last step. Oh, I was just, anyway, we got up the escalator, we got out. And of course the normal things that people have to get up and down the normal steps are practically fucking ladders. They're so steep. And I was just like freaking out, like following around, like one of those, you know, over attendant and just like don't look down there don't look there. stay against the wall lift your foot up mind the lip look at the crack i was uh it was just but then we got up there and it was really neat and you got to see like where the planes landed and everything it was really cool and you look across the bay and you can see san francisco um and that was all really nice and then, of course, we had to get back down, so we needed another attendant, and my mother on an escalator, 
and I'm like, my, I don't trust my uncle and aunt. So I'm like telling them, you stand here and you stand here and you watch this and you do that. <sighs> and then we managed to get to the, the last steps and uh, down. And then I finally <laughs> unclenched. <sighs> but other than that, it was a lovely time. Um, yeah, it was really cool. So, and then we started back home and about two thirds of the way, suddenly my mother decides to, I don't know, forget, I don't know what, but, um, <laughs> two things that we weren't going to talk about, religion and politics, because they are still religious and they are Trump supporters. And I was like, and all of a sudden my mother starts in about Trump and asking my uncle, you, how could you support him when he did that? And I'm like, mother, no. And uh, yeah, so my uncle was really, really good about trying to not engage with it. And she started to push it, and both my aunt and I were like, we're not talking politics. Just shut up. So, yeah. Anyway, my mom kind of apologized to me later on, and I was just like, it's fine. It's fine. Just don't do it again. Um, anyway, so that was our trip. Uh, all right. Things that I watched. Home for the Holidays. One of your favorite movies for Thanksgiving. Yeah, I watched it, too. Yeah, and I enjoyed it, I think, probably more this time, but I think that uh, this time I actually kind of sympathized with the bitch woman a little bit more, except for her gay shit. But the taking care of the parents thing, I was kind of like, hmm, you know, kind of sympathized with her a little bit on that. But the rest of it, nope, she's still a bitch. Um, anyway, uh, let's see here. Also, I watched First Wives Club, uh, again, which I have not watched in probably a good seven, eight years, and it was so fun to watch again. They are so good together. I almost kind of wish that they had done a sequel. I just saw on Netflix something called The First Wives Club, but it didn't look anything like, uh, this, so I'll have to investigate that later, but... Then, uh, let's see, Tom left, and there's a couple things that I wanted to mention with him. So the other one, the other things that I watched was I watched the three Good Witch movies. Um, I was just the two days right after I got home from Alameda, and then, of course, after Thanksgiving, I was so burnt out. I basically just got in bed and watched. I ordered the Hallmark movies, uh, not like the channel, but like there's this offshoot or something called like Hallmark movies and um you can get it through Amazon for like I don't know 2.90 like a dollar 99 for 2 months and I was like well holiday movies they're schlocky but whatever so I went ahead and uh and ordered it <laughs> excuse me and um I was able to uh watch some movies on there but uh three of them that I watched were good witch movies and I, I just really needed that downtime. What was that? Is that Pedialyte? It's not. Oh, Onion Salt. Oh, nice. Were you, is that another deal that you got or? Um, yes. Huh. Yeah, I love Onion Salt and it's hard to find. Yeah. 
find the onion powder, but you can't find the onion salt. You can find the garlic salt. You can find the garlic powder. You can find the granulated garlic, but the onion's harder to find. That's true. I never really thought about that, but yeah, you're right. And nothing I, like onion salt on a, a hash brown when you're making the hash brown. Yeah, that sounds really good. Um, all right. So yeah, I watched that. All right. Now that Tom's back. So there's a, a show on uh, Amazon called uh, 007 Road to a Million. Have you seen the ads for that? Yeah. Okay. Have you watched any of it? Probably not. You didn't talk about it. No, because um, I don't like James Bond shows. Okay, well, it's not actually a James Bond show. Uh, well, I mean, it's kind of styled that way, but it's it's basically a, a, a version of, I don't want to say Amazing Race. Um, hold on one moment. Excuse me. Uh, so it, it's, but it is basically like where they give them a task, like they have to go to a phone booth and um they have to get like directions of where to go and then they end up just walking and they end up like walking across a, a lock and then finding the rope and pulling a suitcase out of out of uh you know a, a scottish lock and then they have to answer a question and if they answer the question right, then they get to go on. And there's like eight groups, but they only focus on two, like one that is in the lead and then one that like ends up not being in the lead. We'll just say that. So there's no spoilers for anybody if they want to watch it. Uh, but the second episode uh, was they basically had to <laughs> they had to guess the uh, length of a large boa constrictor that was in a trunk and they had to basically take it and hold up a, a, a thing to, oh my god it just it, i was like no i was hitting the fast forward button no 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 but that's basically what it is it's kind of boring and yet also kind of interesting in the same way so i don't know um Okay, next up, uh, there, I watched one of the Hallmark Christmas movies. It was called The World Record Christmas. And it's about a young boy with autism who tries to break a Guinness World Record and earn the attention of his birth father. Meanwhile, his mom and stepdad hope to rediscover the spark in their marriage. So that was interesting. Um, it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't, you know, it was very Hallmark. Um, and then the magic stocking, uh, where Lindsay, a a single mom is closed off to life after losing her husband a few years back. When she buys a stocking at a town's Christmas craft fair, the family begins magically finding items in the stocking. And of course it, you know, brings her new love and the daughter, a new puppy and, you know, all sorts of stuff. No spoilers. It's been out a while. So, so was there like a son there that uh, that left something in that sock as well? No, that was your family tradition. Uh, anyway, uh, and then the only other thing that I watched was uh, the new Doctor Who special, which is available on Disney Plus for anybody who is like, I don't have any of the British channels. Don't worry, it's on it's on uh, Disney Plus. You can go watch it there. 
it was really fun. It was so fun to see David Tennant and um, and Catherine Tate back together again. They play off each other so well. Uh, there was a few minutes in the story where it was a little muddled, um, and it has got a. It's got uh, you. You remember um, the lovely story on Netflix, the the two boys in love. What is it? Yeah, I know it. Yes, but what's the title of the show? Do you remember? Heart Beaters. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Heart Stoppers or something like that. Oh, is that it? Stoppers? I don't know. Anyway, um, so you know the transgender girl in it? She is in this episode also as uh, Catherine Tate's daughter who is transgender. And um, so that was just like they were kind of throwing so a little extra, um, you know, modern life in there and uh they did a good job of it though it was really fun the characters were fun um so it was great to see back and there's two more episodes so yay all right well now that i have bored tom shitless let's move on to thoughts and prayers <clears throat> dear miss manners my question concerns the phrase thoughts and prayers, which imposes one's own religion on those who are differing with differing or no religious beliefs. I do respect the rights of individuals to believe in and practice their own religion. I do not, however, think that any religious beliefs or practices should be forced upon others. I am a lifelong atheist who has abandoned religion. Once I was old enough to challenge my parents' beliefs, I have now been diagnosed with potentially terminal cancer. Numerous friends and relatives have started praying for me and various publicly and very publicly announcing what they are doing. All right, we had to take a little momentary break there. Uh, let's see. I have now been diagnosed with potentially terminal cancer. Numerous friends and family have started praying for me and very publicly announcing that they are doing so, even to the point of recruiting people I don't know to participate. How should I respond to those unrelenting verbal proclamations, multiple daily of thoughts and prayers, um, despite the fact that my atheist beliefs are known to these people and they seem to be praying upon me as a weakened individual in order to recruit for, my, for their own faith. My inner voice wants to say praying is more for your own well-being to feel that you and your religion somehow deserve credit for my potential recovery or that you did everything you could in the event of my demise. But I suspect that that would be considered rude. Managing, my, the, managing the physical and mental stress of a terminal illness is a full-time job. The last thing I need is to be constantly bombarded with self-serving religious proselytizing. Please help me with the right response and help educate others about this offensive behavior. And... Well, it's not offensive. Okay. It's, it's more of... Um, well, the way you handle this is you go, thank you. That's how you deal with it. Thank uh, you. And then you move on. Yeah. Because, I mean, 
I mean, this is a, a, an odd situation because of the terminal illness. Well, right. And like they, they said something about, you know, potential recovery. Well, if it's terminal, it's there's no recovery. All right. So. So, I, I mean, uh, what I think is that when s- someone says they're sending you thoughts and prayers, you go, thank you. And then in the back of your mind, you go, fuck you. But that's OK. You don't say it out loud and you don't send this to Miss Manners and ask her how to deal with it. You just say thank you. And oh. move now, if they sit there and they go, oh, well, we need to take you to a church, then you can go, OK, now we got a problem. Yeah, but, a situation like this, thoughts and prayers are just something that somebody's going to say because they don't know what else to say. Right. And and a lot of people say it because um, they well, I get thoughts and prayers to those children that were killed in the school. They didn't have a problem with it. Fucking and near irritating. Yeah. So so, you know, it, it's it's gross, but, you know, it's not worth arguing over. And you're getting more worked up over this than you should be when you're sick. Right. Well, let's see what Miss Manners said. <clears throat> Thoughts and prayers have become such a commonplace reaction that Miss Manners doubts she can dislodge it. However annoying you find this, you know that these people intend it as sympathetic support. So no, you do not want to reply a reply that sounds rude, but you might say mildly, you know I'm a devout atheist, don't you? Or if you fear that some This might be proselytizing. I appreciate your thoughts. Your prayers are between you and your beliefs, Uh, which to me still sounds rude. I just. Yeah, it's it's easy to to, move on. Yeah, it's it's just easier to say thank you. Okay, bye. Basically, interpret it as their way of saying, I don't know what to say, but I feel for you, you know? Yeah. All right. Hey, this comes from Timothy. Hey, Chubbs, what do you think of people who celebrate their birthday for an entire week? They have more money than you do. I think it's um, boring. I think they should have aimed for a month like Miss Bacon. Yeah, but I, I personally, I find it boring. Yeah. I mean, mm. it's, it's, it can be fun. <laughs> the right person's playing it up. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I think it's um, especially when, when it's somebody that you are around all the time and they go, well, it is my birthday week. It's like, <laughs> you know, you immediately, just, I've Wait. got something. Hold on a minute. All right. So Tom has something that he has to check out up front. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Did it take your mom a week to push you out? Maybe, maybe it was your birth week. I don't, I don't know. Um, you know, we were so poor, we didn't even get a day. But, yeah, I don't know. You do you is kind of where I'm at right now. Let's see. Well, Tom's grabbing his package. <laughs> oh, you got your meat undies. That's awesome. I thought you just ordered them today. No, no, that was that was Black Friday. Oh. The only thing I ordered today was the blender. Come on, keep up with it. Okay. Hey, Chubbs, have you ever had a friend who didn't celebrate birthdays, but you did something for them anyway? Um, 
Well, if it was Matt, I I know he's going to say yes because he likes to irritate people by giving them gifts when they don't want them because it makes him feel better. Oh, without me, girl. I know. Uh, but um, I mean, I've done that before. Yeah, I imagine I have too. I mean, I try to respect somebody's wishes. If they were like just really like, you know, it's against my religion to do that or something, I'd be like, mm-hmm, okay. Oh, if it's against the religion, I'm not going to be friends with them anyway. So, ah, well, Seriously. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be around somebody who's got that hanging over their head all the time. Hmm. Okay. But, uh, yeah, uh, usually if, uh, yeah, I would probably do something, just something smaller, like, hey, let's go to lunch or something. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's get into what's in your lunch box. Well, there's nothing here from Scott. Where's Scott's? There's no picture. Scott doesn't have a picture? What? That's crazy talk. Well, it is up on Facebook, so that's the important thing. Uh, and you can run over there and look it up while I read this. So Mr. Scott wrote in and said, hey, Tom. Hey, Matt and Tom. I uh, hope you both had a nice Thanksgiving. Scott here. Mark and I made shepherd's pie for Thanksgiving. It was delicious. We used uh, ground turkey and made gravy. We have always used Besto. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Gravy mixed from England. Uh, it's been su- it's such a good gravy. Growing up, I would always help mom make shepherd's pie. But she would use the leftover roast from Sunday's dinner, and I would help grind it up by hand and help her make them. Oh, that's a nice memory. I remember my grandmother had one of those old, old, old grinders, and we would, like, grind pork and stuff for sausage. Anyway, um, okay, so you can go check out that on Facebook. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. It really I always I, I always appreciate because I'm not a Thanksgiving um turkey person. Mm-hmm. So I always like it when people do something different for Thanksgiving that's not gross sweet potatoes, gross green beans, gross turkey. Mm-hmm. That's what I don't want. Yeah. Oh, and pumpkin pie. Gross. It, it was it was it looked really, really good. And I do like I do like shepherd's pie. I haven't had the the lamb version. Have you uh, ever had it with Shepherd? Um, I don't know if that's what his name was or not. Yeah. Not. All right, Mr. Moose wrote in and said carrot cake again. I'd say it's my favorite, but that would be a lie. I love all cake. Hmm. Well, that looks really good. Look, look at all the the stuff inside of it. That is just beautiful. Uh, let's see. We have Thanksgiving at our house, Cajun sliced brine turkey breast, asparagus, and green bean casseroles, mashed potatoes, and remember the bread I baked? I uh, It appeared as stuffing. Oh, wow. that's It looks really yummy. Really, really yummy. And much neater than my plate did, let me tell you. <clears throat> Ate too much at Thanksgiving, but did get a small piece of pie. This is chocolate pecan pie, uh, chocolate filling, chocolate chunks, and pecans. I never really thought about putting chocolate in pecan pie. 
I may have said that before, but you're 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 um you're muted. Yeah, it's very popular this year. Huh. And and, and also chocolate fruit cakes. Hmm. That's another thing I wouldn't have thought about doing. Yeah, I I because huh. I I mean first first of all, the last thing I want is chocolate and everything, but but because I mean, I'm a purist on like pecan pie and fruitcakes, so it yeah. automatically I'm kind of like, ah, but it's been very popular. Huh. Well, I, I will say that that piece of pie looked really good. Yeah. Oh, no, the pie looks great. Yeah. No, I mean, I'll give it a try. Sure. I mean, yeah. I've never, honestly, I've never had a chocolate pecan pie or a chocolate fruitcake, and it may be good, but I've never had it before. So, you know, yeah. I'm like you in that sense. I, yeah, I'm not having that. No, don't bring me in those things. It, did he mention what this is that the bread that he made? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cause, cause he mentioned bread earlier for the stuffing, but this is, this looks like pumpkin something. Oh, so this is a sweet neighbor brought over pumpkin bread still warm okay. from the oven. It looks really good. I love the melted butter and how it hasn't soaken in yet because it's it's still warm and it's just sitting yeah. there. Boy, that looks good. It does. Thank you so much, Mr. Moose, for sending those. Those are some beautiful photos. Uh, Charles wrote in and uh, sent a photo and said, my Thanksgiving, my Thanksgiving dinner from Wawa, which I guess is a store. Okay. Um. Okay. So it comes in a roll or a, a bun? I, I guess. I, I don't know much about this. Maybe Charles will have to write in and tell us. Uh, but well, yeah. We can see the turkey across the bottom and the cranberry on the top. That must be dressing, but it's maybe it's sweet potatoes because it's kind of sliced. Yeah. Yes, I we, have... need, we need more info. Yes. But thank you for entering the contest. And we've got uh, Tom wrote in. And would you like to tell us what this is? Sure. Um, for for uh, Thanksgiving, we didn't want to do turkey or the green beans or any. So we just did sides because we, we ate at this one restaurant in San Diego. And the sides that they had were so good that we decided right then that we were going to just do sides for Thanksgiving. So that is um, – it's um, – Carrots and Brussels sprouts, and then mashed potatoes, which were fantastic. Um, and then that's my dressing, and then I made the gravy, and that's that was our Thanksgiving dinner. No pie, no um, no rolls, no any other stuff. It was just sides. So rolls aren't sides. What? Um, oh, and and but what I thought was really funny was that. I saw um, Scott's Seder's plate, mm-hmm. and he he has the same plates I do. Oh, nice! Yeah. They are they're nice, pretty blue pattern. <clears throat> All right, okay. I think so. <clears throat> All right, uh, Golden Rule Services want you to know about an important tool in preventing you from contracting HIV. PrEP is a medication proven to be 99% effective in preventing HIV infection. To learn more about PrEP, visit sacgrs.org. 
Also, find Tom's other podcasts at swannerandjud.com. Find my books at justkisstheguy.com. Find all our links at allmylinks.com slash Chubbs Gone Wild. And give us a call at 408-69-ho-ho-ho-chubbs. And if you could figure out that number, uh, call us. Wish us a, a happy holidays or something. All right. Contest. And with that, we love you, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. A network of inclusion. Unifospods.net. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. This has been a, for fuck's sake, production.